from the creators of Relevant Magazine. This is the Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, January 19th, 2018, and it's the Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me here in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Hat Koffel. Yes, Welcome back. Good to be home. Thank Man, you. And it was Kel. weird without you. I know it was. The show was awful. Over there on the ones <laughs> and twos, our illustrious producer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. His boss, Nathan Grubbs, is hovering in the shadows. On the Skype line from Staring Loverland, Virginia, <laughs> Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And uh, joining us, finally, she was on for one week after she joined the cast, took a week of vacation. Oh, yeah. Cashing right? in early, oh, but yeah. she's back this week. Our newest cast member, Podcaster, author, speaker, Annie F. Downs. Good morning, gents. Glad to be back. Now, the question, of course, is... Yes. I was here on Annie's first week. That's right. Then we were both gone the same week. (laughs) Now we're both back. Can you prove that we're not the same person? I think Eddie's very good at doing voices. Oh, man. I, and uh, Andy F. Downs is a character that he's perfect. Oh, yes. I saw Full House. I know oh, yeah. how the two people doing one thing works. I don't know oh, yeah. how one yeah. person doing two things work. Yeah, we are definitely yeah. the Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen of Yeah, so Relevant. who's who? Eddie? No, no, no. no, no, no it's the opposite. You're, you are Lindsay Lohan doing Trading Spaces or whatever. Uh, You're one person oh, doing yeah, two, yeah, two parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did that wrong. Yeah, so it's going to turn into a real like sitcom debacle when we both have to like appear at a thing together. Well, you can live with mom and she can live with dad. Yeah, uh, so that never that's happens. Right. That's right, so it never happens. <laughs> and then you'll just, every time we're together, you just run back and forth to the bathroom changing outfits. Yeah, <laughs> and throwing on my like super southern accent and talking about that's Nashville right. and soccer and weather and stuff. And, and we, we did, we missed you last week. Um, Thank and you. And you don't know how close, okay, Cameron will explain like a fun segment that we have coming up that's going to be like a recurring thing yeah. this time soon, but before he does that, almost know that the only reason that this other idea that I'm about to tell you isn't happening, because we, in up having this other funny idea that involved pancakes and it was to surprise you with a very special interview that you would conduct on the fly with Annie Downs about quilting. We Listen, decided to I, call I, it. I oh, it oh, man. We were, Jesse was trying to track down the Australian quilter, Annie Downs. So yeah, Annie F. Happened, Downs Jesse? and Annie Downs would be kind of forced face to face. Oh my gosh. To reconcile and we, battle. We, we, bumped, we bumped it for a pancake idea. That the listeners oh, it just got bumped. So you can just, just tell great ideas are coming out of Relevant every day. Yeah. Whether it involves right, right, pancakes, right, right. Uh, unintentional confrontations between people with the same names on Instagram. Instagram, it, a lot of great ideas. All I'm saying is I'm totally willing to to have a verbal argument with Annie Downs if Cameron Strang's willing to ha- do the same with his Cameron Strang. That's true. Ooh, yeah. There is no other Eddie Koffoltz. Yeah. I mean, to be my That's dad. That's what you think. I'm a disgraced CEO, former CEO of Warner <laughs> Brothers Music. Yeah. Disgraced. Yeah. Jesse Carey. The only other Jesse Carey is a 14-year-old girl. That's <laughs> a girl's name. Burn, Jesse Burn. Drew, Drew Carey's niece. We have, a, we have a, gr- a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talked to indie pop superstar Jesse Ware. Coming Ware. up. That's awesome. Uh, right here. Oh, interesting. Right here on the show. Oh, well done. Yeah. Um, also coming up, we talked to Dr. John Perkins, civil rights leader, truly a leader. He, he uh, marched with Dr. King back in the day, and he's still on the front lines today. We talked to Dr. John Perkins only here on the Relevant Podcast, which you have pop superstars and civil rights leaders. 
and a man attempting to eat himself to death with and pancakes. that brings us to the other idea if you remember if you remember two weeks ago on the podcast we brought a slice about a, a, a very important update about IHOP yes um, debuting their uh, a, a campaign that for three ninety nine you can eat all you can eat pancakes at IHOP until February something yeah. and we thought this mm-hmm. is ridiculous who would do that yes well we found the answer it's our newest editorial cast or uh, staff member, Tyler Daswick. Uh, we have sent during the show today. We are, he's in the car right now. We're about to call him. I Tyler Daswick so is on his way to IHOP yeah. to, for the rest of the show, yeah. eat nonstop pancakes. I gave him four crisp $1 bills from your own pocket. I mean, <laughs> I this did. is a real personal investment in and, the life uh, of the Nathan show. Nathan gave him a quarter for tip. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's on his way now to uh, eat pancakes at IHOP. Uh, uh, now, this will be a recurring bit. As of the time of record, uh, recording this, we haven't yet named it, but here goes the jingle. If there is a challenging feat, Dazzle to win. Dared by listeners in a tweet. Dazzle to win. There it is. Okay, so that's, so what, we that's what we ended up calling it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's what we came up with. I mean, right. do you think this is what Tyler dreamed of when he left Men's Health Journal? Is <laughs> yeah. that we would make him eat piles of pancakes? Yeah. Tyler Daswick, formerly of Grantland, Men's Health, came yeah. and recently yeah. joined our team. He's, yeah. he's crushing it right now. Yeah. And uh, and what I've learned in the editorial pitch meetings about Mr. Daswick is he enjoys the psychological and physical endurance challenges. Yeah. He, there's ah, movie marathons being pitched. There's different yeah. things. He yeah. is taking the, the baton from Jesse. I, I also like yeah. that He's getting the full new guy relevant treatment because yeah. like just yesterday I see him wearing, you know, some sort of like pink get up and reporting on the news. Yeah. And then today he's doing all you can eat pancakes. That's right. right. Like it's it, just, it, yeah. he's really finding it, his way and I like being a part of it. With yeah. him. And we yeah, talked about too. like, what's the point of this? Like, obviously it's <laughs> uh, like funny. a life. <laughs> It's funny, and, and we decided that the only real point is to see if we can get a formerly healthy editor of a health magazine yeah. to be diagnosed with pre-diabetes within his first month of employment. <laughs> I gotta Adult say, onset. let's put that in the hopper for names of this segment. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's get Tyler some diabetes or something. Let's yeah. get Tyler some diabetes. That feels are, long. Are you guys watching live PD at all? No. Anybody out here watch Live PD? It'll change your life. No, sorry, no, no. Okay, I, I don't even okay, know what that so is. Live PD is basically you ever watch NFL Red Zone, where it's yeah. uh, it's live cut-ins to games in action at the best parts. That's right. It's it's the Red Zone channel meets cops. So what they do huh. is they <laughs> they send out camera crews with like seven police departments across the nation, and they have a command center, and they keep cutting to these police departments live as they're like pulling people over or responding to stuff. It is the most addictive four-hour block of TV you can watch. Right. Live PD, right. I'm telling you, it will change your weekends. Okay. Your weekend nights will be locked in. They always go to some of establishment where someone is like, has taken too much of a substance, you know, and they and, and they have to call like an ambulance. And the guy back in the studio later that night will give you an update. I feel like we're about to have one of those moments where Tyler Daswick gets passed out at an IHOP and we get we break in later and we're like, well, we just got word from the, the we're gonna, emergency we're gonna, room. We're going to keep checking in with them. I mean, so we he won't be passed out because we're going to keep checking in throughout the show today yeah. and including yeah. right now he is in a car on his way to our nearby IHOP which yes. is about a mile away around the north side of downtown Orlando feels uh, very Ty- Florida Tyler- only one mile from an IHOP at all times <laughs> at all times <laughs> Tyler Daswick what is your mental state as you uh, venture to the IHOP for your three ninety nine all you can eat pancake experience well, uh, first of all, just I, want, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, it's a huge honor. Get to, to it, Daz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't milk this guy. Don't milk this moment. Uh, 
<laughs> listen, listen, I, I'm in a great state. Listen, it is my job today. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning here in Orlando, and I get to go eat as many pancakes as I want. I called ahead, and Kim uh, at uh, our local IHOP is, is going to be hooking me up um, with as many pancakes as I want. I, I warned her, and, and I'm going to tell you guys, I gave Kim the, uh, the same thing that, that Dumbledore said to Harry Potter when they were looming over the potion basin. I said, Kim, when I tell you to stop bringing me pancakes, keep going. Just push <laughs> through. Yeah, I don't think that's I, what Dumbledore when I, said. When I beg you, no, just yeah. keep going. Keep powering right. through. Yeah. We're not messing around. It's going to be money on the table. Yeah. No gimmicks, no games. Yeah. We're here to eat pancakes. It's going to be four $1 bills on the table. <laughs> yeah. Crisp $1 bills. Right are then. you optimistic? Are you nervous? Uh, what, are you, what are you thinking as you venture for the first time into the IHOP? And also, how's your body doing? But all those questions. Go ahead. The, the body's doing great. Yeah. I, uh, I, I went and got a little bit of a, little bit of a pancake pump uh, at, at the gym this morning. Uh, worked Ew. out, prepped the metabolism a little bit. So I'm firing all cylinders. I feel really good. Good, um, good quad work. You know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got to work those big muscle groups, mm-hmm. uh, as, as, as we said in Men's Health, to really prime the system. Get absolutely. your core. Yeah. All right, well, we are excited. <laughs> Wait, we don't know his guess. I need to know, Tyler, going into this, oh, what's good. your, like, what do you expect to eat pancake-wise? Like, what's the number we can, like, hope for? Give me a range here, bud. That's a good question. So, Thank there, you. if it's the plate pancakes, I expect, I expect to at least get through a couple a couple different plates. Let's, let's say like six pancakes. I feel like six plate pancakes, I can, I can suffer through that. I can power through that. But if we're talking silver dollars, Annie F. Downs, I mean, I'll be honest. We, we could be talking some double digits. We could be getting okay. into the You're dozen talk- range. They're not doing silver Maybe dollars. They no, don't, no. No, 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 they're, no, they're, they're doing, doing, they're doing the a, full size. This is yeah. a nice normal size. It's not a novelty size pancake. No. It's going to be like the size of yeah. a, this isn't a seven buffet. to eight, seven to nine year old's hand. Yeah, this isn't the that morning buffet at the at the Hampton Inn. No, no we're no. not doing those. <laughs> we're doing the full fluffy <laughs> buttermilks. That's, yeah, yeah. that's good to hear because you know I'm not coming in with with any games and and any. I'm not I'm not dancing around and. It's good to hear IHOP's not dancing around either. If you are, if I, if we sent you on the clock to go mm-hmm. to IHOP to eat only six pancakes, you yes. have, you have juked the system. Yeah. I am yeah. expecting double digits regardless of size and, and <laughs> thickness. Cameron, I felt the same way, to be honest. Yeah. I wanted him to say 10 plus. Yeah, 10 plus. It oh, has to be. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, yeah. And I will also say you're going to have to work on, you're going to need to think syrup because syrup does not is not a part of this. Well, they also have the jams and they have the like oh. blueberry syrup. But I'm saying all that is going to take room and is going to take yeah. energy. Keep what about the butter doll? Keep it pure. Yeah, that's it. D- no butter. I mean, if D- you D- really want to eat this, Jesse, well, maybe go. the butter would lube it and make it go down <laughs> easier. All right, all right. Ew. Next commentator, Ew. go ahead, Jesse. I, I was going to say my main concern. Well, I'm actually not concerned. This yeah, is Daz's need- concern. <laughs> yeah, is, um, is flapjack poisoning? Um, I've oh. I've been there. It is horrific. <laughs> You know, they put you in the hospital blind. last week, Jesse. How how concerned are you about flapjack poisoning? The <laughs> risk is real. You know, I, I think uh, I'll be alerted when syrup starts coming out of my eyes. Um, oh. I'm prepared for the warning signs. But uh, listen, I actually my my butter and syrup strategy is inclusive. I think that's a little bit of a lubricant uh, 
yeah. to, yeah. Uh, you know, facilitate everything happening in the stomach, yeah. down the gullet, all that stuff. Yeah. I, that's part of my game plan. That's why they dip the hot dogs in the water at the hot dog eating competition. I'd also yeah. like to propose an option for maybe a round uh, is that I have found in the last year of my life that a little bit of honey on pancakes hmm. is to me delicious, superior than syrup. Interesting. I don't even really I like agree. syrup that much. Wow. Um, I'd love for you to try that, and I'd love to get a full report on that, maybe sort of like a relevant live thing yeah. where you compare and contrast the two. We expect uh, before, before, during, and after photos, Tyler, yeah. we yeah. expect uh, documentation yeah, 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 sure. of all sorts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we will be Shirt checking in, yeah. uh, in in about 10 or 15 minutes to see how that first plate is treating you. Prayers up, There better guys. be two gone in 15 hey, minutes. I'm not, I'm not going to let you guys down. We're, we're going to give the people complete coverage. There might be some lost footage, some lost tapes. Uh, from this IHOP venture, but hey, it's all about giving the people what they want. Well, the prayers of all of us here at the Church of Relevant are with you. All right. Yeah, that's wow. right. Wow, <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that'll do it for our first check-in with Tyler Daswick at the debut of If There Is A Challenging Fee Dazzle Do It Dared By Listeners In A Tweet Dazzle Do It Okay, no doubt. <laughs> Good luck, Daz. There you go. Drive safe, pal. All right, we're moving the show along. It is time for our weekly look back at what happened this week in culture and entertainment. It's time for... In case you missed it. In case you missed it, uh, Gal Gadot gave a powerful speech about the Me Too movement at the Critics' Choice Awards. The Wonder Woman actress was honored with the hashtag See Her Award, which sounds made up, um, which honors a woman who brings, quote, accuracy and integrity. Wait, 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 wait. Take that out. Wait, no, no, no. No, no, you don't have to take it out. You just have to clarify. It's a real award. It's just maybe the fact that a hashtag is a that part of an a award name. Award. Yeah. yeah. The See Her Award sounds real. The hashtag See Her Award sounds a little. It oh. sounds a little trying. Do, do you think we should just put? Do you think we should just put a pin in saying hashtag outside the context of writing a status update or a tweet? We or just like assume a, like an Instagram post. Like, can we just can we just if it's not on there, let's just ditch the hashtags culturally. Yeah, I just don't understand no. why they would like. It's almost like it makes it a second tier award, like or a novelty award yes. by calling it the yes. hashtag See Her Award. Yeah, just the see make her, it a real award or Tic Tac Toe Board See Her Award would be a lot better. Yeah, oh. so <laughs> it was, they honored her with the Tic Tac Toe Board See Her Award, which honors a woman who brings quote accuracy and integrity, challenging female stereotypes both on screen and within the entertainment industry. Patty Jenkins, which was uh, who directed Wonder Woman, yeah. presented the award to Godot, saying she didn't do it for the glory. She didn't do it for the fame. She's not here for the money. She did it for us. She knew the great importance of this character and what she could mean to the world. Godot used the opportunity to praise the work of the hashtag Me Too activists and women making a difference in Hollywood. Here's a clip. So as artists and filmmakers, I believe that it's not only our job to entertain but our duty to inspire and educate for love and respect. In the past weeks and months, we've been witnessing a movement in our industry and society. And I want to share this award with all the women and men who stand for what's right, standing for those who can stand or speak for themselves. My promise and commitment to all of you is that I will never be silenced and we will continue band together to make strides uniting for equality. Thank you very, very much. Is she French? She's, she's uh, Israeli. She's some, Israeli. Israeli, that's right. She's Israeli. I couldn't place the accent. Yeah, she's former Israeli military, too. 
They all have to. Well, they, they all are. Compulsory service. They all are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, twenty two or something. Yeah, if you're over twenty two, I want to say she was like in like a special unit or something. Like, I think she's like partly a real life Wonder Woman. My understanding. She can see <laughs> I thought that's where you were going, Jesse. I thought you were going to describe that world where all the Wonder Woman people are before. <laughs> yeah, she's from that cool island in the movie. Yeah. I can't place the name, but yeah, it's Claire from Underwood there. lives yeah. there too. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, Conan announced he's bringing his show to Haiti next week. Oh, that place. The, that, the late night host Conan Without Borders effort is headed uh, to the island nation. He's previously filmed <laughs> episodes in locations including Cuba, Armenia, Qatar, and or Qatar, uh, depending on who you are. So they call it cutter. Did you know that? I did. Who does? Yeah. yeah. Who, who's, who's they, they uh, here, Cameron? People who pronounce things wrong. A lot of international wrong? media people call it cutter. I call it yeah. guitar. Oh, I call it. I call famous eighties instrument. Well, I always get stumbled <laughs> up on it because it looks like guitar, and I know it's not guitar. I say it wrong, and 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 uh, trying to learn the correct pronunciation, people call it cutter. Yeah, I, I like Eddie's because if a nation was called Kitar, their national anthem would definitely be a yacht rock song. Oh, I would, <laughs> I would, no I would question. You got to get to Kitar. Uh, Conan's decision to go to Haiti comes a week after President Trump made disparaging <laughs> remarks about the country. No air date has yet mm. been announced. That was the joke I was trying to make when you said it, and then I realized I couldn't follow up with my own punchline. You're yeah. like, he's going to he's it's going to Haiti, D- and I'm like, oh, that place is Michael a total W. Line. Smith is president. Yeah, of I, I, I feel like <laughs> Conan. <laughs> Mike. I just remember that Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant tour in the late eighties and he had a, a full on keytar. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying. I mean, and then he had that okay. like triple stack of keyboards too. He's the coolest. He would rock it. Yeah. Annie, have you ever, inter- you've interviewed Mike Smith, haven't you? I have not. I have not had Mike on. Who did you <laughs> interview? you have to call him Michael W. Smith? I don't think you're allowed to call him anything else. That's the rule in the land of keytar. Hey, in case you missed it, after a backlash over unequal pay, Mark Wahlberg is donating his $1.5 million reshoot fee from all the money in the world. The the movie we talked about it on the show. Right. Uh, so <laughs> And literally just yeah, and a half, right, yeah. all the money in the world. So he reportedly required the one and a half million dollar fee to reshoot scenes in the upcoming film, all the money in the world. After the studio decided to replace star Kevin Spacey with uh, Christopher Plummer after abuse allegations surfaced about Spacey. So the the controversy was that Wahlberg's co-star Michelle Williams was paid just $1,000 for the same reshoots. So huge backlash. We talk about it here on the show. I like to think that we're the ones who sparked it. I think I think um, so. So following the backlash over unequal pay, uh, this week Mark announced that he would donate the money to the Times Up Legal Defense Fund in Williams's name. Uh, his agency will also donate another five hundred thousand dollars. The agency, ironically, though, that got him the one half million dollars is also Michelle Williams's agency. Yeah, this yeah. is what That's I want to This That's is what awkward. I want to ask about this, and because I, I don't know all the nuances of this, but like. I understand that Mark Wahlberg, I, I guess, has uh, some blame to take in this, but also, like, there were people deciding who should be paying them. It's like yeah. somebody had to decide, yes, we'll pay him a million and a half and we'll pay her an $80 a day per diem or something, right? You know, it's, yeah, yeah, that's, right, that's what happened. Who are those people deciding and why? Well, the studio is going to try and pay as little as possible. It's the yeah. agents demanding the money. If you want Mark to come back in for reshoots, you're going to have to pay this fee. But it's the same agency that represented Williams and they didn't make the same demands about her contract. So then my question is, why isn't that agency being right. held? Because it seems like... Well, the agency okay, is donating Eddie, half Eddie, Mark Wahlberg's a big boy. He can say no. I mean, like, it's his decision in the long run what money he takes for what he does. We don't necessarily know that Mark didn't know, like, that we don't know that Mark knew what Michelle was making. You know what I mean? He might have assumed that all the actors were. Yeah, I mean. If he knew what she was making, 
Yeah, I think after I think the moment the story broke, if he was like, "Oh my gosh," well, he's I making guess, the donation. So yeah. maybe the second he found out, he's like, "I, I got to make this." It right. did wait yeah. a little while though. <laughs> but but, but, but the, the other problematic part about it is like, well, the reason for the reshoot obviously is is because they didn't want someone who has been accused of all these horrible things to be the face of the movie, rightly so. But like when the, you know when they were doing like the press tour for this movie. Part of the narrative that the director was kind of going on about is how the cast rallied to do the reshoot for almost no right, money. Right. That basically, like, this was a work of charity by the cast. And then it comes to find out, well, it was except for one guy. There's something disingenuous there. I'm not saying, I'm not pointing the finger at anyone, but it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say, oh, the cast all did it for charity except for one guy who got a million and a half bucks for 10 days of work. You know, it's just, it's something about the story doesn't seem right. But at least, they're making it right. Well, if we know anything about the Wahlburgers, about yeah. the Wahlbergs, <laughs> we live, we, our office is directly across the street from yeah. Wahlburgers. <gasps> yeah. From the Wahlburger? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I've not never gonna, been to one. When I come to Orlando, can we go? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. uh, the, the entire block smells like delicious hamburgers. Yeah. Yeah. Annie, all I, want throughout more, the day. I want more for your Orlando visit, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm not going to only eat one meal. We're going to, y'all are going to take me somewhere fancy too. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah, for yeah. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> fancy. Well, you know, well, if we learned anything, he doesn't want his cake and eat it too. He wants. Greasy he wants beef. beef. And eat it too. You really, really uh, went I was, around I was the block going there. there. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I went around the block for a burger yesterday. <laughs> Somebody get that man We're, a pancake. Totally here. worth it. Totally uh, worth okay. it. Okay. Hey, uh, before we continue, in case you missed it, should we check in to see how he's doing? Do you think we've? Do you think he's gotten his first? Uh, his first he better be five deep. He I'm, better I'm be stuck five in traffic. Deep. Uh, I haven't yeah, made it. Okay. Uh, okay. Before we continue, in case you missed it, it's time for our first check in with Tyler Daswick. And the inaugural. If there is a challenging feat, Dazzle to it. Dared by listeners in a tweet. Dazzle to it. We're calling Tyler Dazwick live at the IHOP. How's it going, Daz? Oh, man. Wow. Oh, first God. of all, don't eat and talk. This wow, IHOP wow. is not playing around. They brought <laughs> me uh, two sets of silverware, they brought me two water glasses, and Ooh. they first plate had five pancakes on it uh they they are they they mean business here i think they brought you two of everything because no one goes to ihop by themselves buddy (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, this place this place is packed uh i and i i really underestimated the i I guess level of competition you could say there are a lot of pancake eaters here i'm staring at these these two these two women each of them i swear have like seven pancakes in front of them plus side of bacon and they are just housing it and wow i'm not gonna lie it's getting to me a little bit it's in my head Uh, wow i i I have two i have two critical questions that that you need to answer uh one is how many how many pancakes have you eaten this uh at this point and two even more important what is your proximity to the men's room (laughs) oh man not to be crass oh you know actually uh, big flaw in my strategy i did not come in and assess the layout of the ihop right away but i lean my head to the right and crane my neck i can see the restroom it's probably about 100 feet she wow starting at seven uh my my kind uh server melissa who is an angel can confirm just brought me more pancakes before i could finish the first plate i'm probably about three in and she just and she just doubled down. So uh, did, she, did I hear the, her say seven? The expectations are high here. Did I just I hear heard her, her say seven? Seven. 
And this is seven. Melissa? We, I have, I have seven know. in front of me. If I finish what's in front of me, I will be at seven already. The pace feels wow. good. These are going down easy. <laughs> the butter and syrup yeah. is is uh, is coming into play very well. All right. And uh, like I said, guys, you know, the restroom, we're probably looking at about 70 feet, <laughs> right. uh, which, which could be tight. We'll be honest. Could be tight. Daz, but, uh, Daz Cake, we're going to check in with you later. I'm going to need <laughs> Melissa to be ready uh, for that next. Yeah, call. we're going to have some questions yeah. for Melissa. Yeah. I feel like yeah. she's uh, make sure she has she's an angle on this close that, by. Like a lot of people yeah. don't. All right. Well, Godspeed, Daz. We will check in with you soon. Mm. Uh, uh, man, prayers our thoughts of our people are, are with yeah, you. Our thoughts are with you. Yes. Thank okay. you. Keep the prayers coming. Seriously. I <laughs> think it's real interesting that he he says he's eaten three because does that mean he's eating one at a time versus slicing into a stack and taking a corner? I'm just no. We're we're going right. Right in, we're hacking right in, cutting into pieces, and then we're just stabbing right down yeah. to sure. the layers. You're so eating like pieces of cake. Probably totals absolutely yeah. each each bite probably totals three quarters of a single pancake. We got we're it. got it. We're all about speed out of the gate. All right. All right. Oh, okay, he's right. He knows good the marathon way. Jesse, he knows. Update. Sprint yeah, to win the first <laughs> part of the marathon. There it is. Okay. Sprint at a full screen. So there's our first update <laughs> in the debut edition of If there is a challenging feed. I'm really curious to talk to a server there yeah. to see what they're what what's personally the most impressive feat. We're going to talk to Melissa. This is uh, Eddie told you guys. Him. Eddie told him. Yeah, I, mean, I have so many dreams of what we can make Tyler eat over the next few years of our lives. I'm just really into it. And just do. I mean, at yeah. this point, yes. he's basically a really well-paid intern. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a, he's a guinea pig. <laughs> right? Yeah. I want him guinea to break- pig. I like guinea pig better than intern because there's rules about how you treat an intern. It's true. <laughs> he's going to get the hashtag see him award if we are <laughs> nice enough. <laughs> Tic-tac-toe board, see Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> the see him award. <laughs> You know, say so you like it, cause me, I feel like that. You know, say so use a phone and leave me lonely, me not try for here, child. You're listening to Alex Molly. The song is Hoity Toity. It's featuring Mellow X, of course. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Sylvanesso with their new single, Parade With Me. But don't Google that because it's the song name is not spelled like that at all. It's like an acronym. It's very strange. This week's show is brought to you by Quip. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Your teeth are your best friends. That's right. That's why Quip has combined dentistry and design to make a new electric toothbrush Ooh. that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of traditional electric brushes. Hey, I'm very interested in this, and I would like you to tell I, me about I it. I have. Why? I use Quip interested? every day. I use Quip. A couple of reasons. One, my electric toothbrush is on its last legs, and so I'm looking for one. You know one. what? You know what, buddy? What? Next week when you show up, yeah. I'm going to have a quip <gasps> waiting for you freak out if that's true no it's true i love i have an extra one i use quip i have an extra brand new unopened he has one, a one bring he has you. already used up and he will give you the used <laughs> brush right. is it small enough to pack in like a like like for traveling yes and it has this like really nice little uh, protective case so you can throw it in your bag and it won't get like all banged up and stuff oh, it's actually, i love it's perfect. this uh with quip guiding pulses alert you when to switch sides making brushing the right amount <gasps> effortless that's the game it even comes with a mount that's suctions right to your mirror and can be used as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere 
This Wait, is I the, want one too, Cameron. This is okay. the ball game. I, I'll send it to you, Annie. So Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule <gasps> every three months for just oh five gosh. bucks, I, including free shipping worldwide. It's is. no wonder why Quip <laughs> is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals and was named one of Time's most uh, best inventions of the year. Find out for yourself. Quip Duh. starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash relevant right now, You'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first ref- refill pack free at getquip.com slash relevant. Uh, that's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash relevant. I am abnormally excited about this. No, it's fantastic. I, I have never I use heard it every such day. a reaction. Hold, hold on a yeah. second. Hey, uh, Morgan just popped in the studio. She's bringing coffee. Thank you very much, Morgan. Uh, Hi, Morgan. We're talking about Quip. Hi, Morgan. You got a Quip toothbrush as well because they sent some to the office. Would you like to tell Eddie about Quip. Yeah, tell us, Morgan. Here. Eddie, my Quip toothbrush is fabulous. I love it. No, no. Thank okay, you. I need more. So yeah, yeah, uh, did, you have, <laughs> did you have an electric toothbrush before this? I did not. So I, this is your first electric toothbrush? Yeah, it is. Tell me about the sanitation of it when you're done using, because that's a huge problem I have with my toothbrushes. I feel like it's just open to the filthy world, and I'm never quite aware of what's Wait, going what on. Wait, what is that no, I would agree, but it's just, it looks so pretty, and it... Mm. And it and it vibrates the way that it works. It just. Are you a professional podcaster? This is very, very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse, do you have one? No, but I have a solution for Eddie's problem of toothbrushes getting, you know, he doesn't like them exposed. I throw away a toothbrush after every use. (laughs) I I spend up to now, up to, up to this discovery of quip. Yeah. I have been spending north of $7,000 a year on toothbrushes. I buy them by the crate, yeah. use them once, and just throw them right in the garbage. Well, we I do not trust quip. them yeah, get, to the bathroom. Get quip.com slash You won't have to do that anymore. Listen, I'm not done with quip yet. I have one more. Eddie, let's take a picture of our teeth before and after our quipping. <laughs> okay. No, no the, but the, I hear the, what you're saying. So I used, I had one of those really expensive electric toothbrushes. It was, you know, yeah, it, it was it's like nice. a jackhammer with it, a... Yeah, that's, that's actually right. And so this one, it's actually very subtle kind of a vibration. And then uh, while you're brushing, you feel a little, and it's like, oh, I got to switch now. And it really does like help you like not yes. overbrush or underbrush. Well, the other part of it is design. Like we tried really hard it's to like phenomenal. make our bathroom this looks is nice like and fancy. Tesla and then we've got this terrible electric toothbrushes. I am pumped about this. Yeah, it's yeah me too. Me I too, Cameron. I'm so we in. We're all pumped. Annie and I, please get us toothbrushes ASAP. Please, we will. We'll we send them to you. I will, we will send them out. All right. I don't care about anything. <laughs> it's time for slices. What <laughs> it's a strange what do you have, place Jesse? to dig in. Okay, so um, an, a, a major Australian dictionary has named their their recent word of the year. So they're kind of the last ones to do it, but Crikey. I feel like they picked a good one. Crikey. Uh, uh, a, a word that encapsulates 2017. Kangaroo. Yeah, and it is kangaroo <laughs> for the <gasps> for the twenty fifth consecutive year. It's kangaroo. It's boomerang. It's, it's boomerang. <laughs> it's it's didgeridoo. Hello. It's it's shrimp on the bobby oh, once again. Bobby. <laughs> That's not a knife. It's nice. Every Noif. Australian Noif. listener is going to tweet Noif, us. Uh, which is spelled with an O-Y. Yeah. Noif. Yeah. yeah. So around the table, what do you guys think? If you can think of one word that encapsulates 2017, what do you think that word is? Any guesses? Uh, confefe or whatever. Bigotry. Bigotry. Confefe, c- 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 Annie? I was going to go with like bay or some word like yeah. that. Well, uh, uh, I, I would. Th- one of those is actually um, <laughs> the bigotry. Actually, is kind of close. It's the word, and I don't know uh, if you guys are familiar in internet vernacular, milkshake duck. 
Do you guys know the origins of the word milkshake duck? No. Are you saying milkshake and duck like the animal? Yeah, clearly. I am. The two words combined, milkshake duck. Like you'll also, you, you'll hear it sometimes as a verb, like, oh, that person got milkshake ducked. Uh, so the origin of it is a tweet that, uh, that got a lot of attention that kind of played on an internet phenomenon. And the tweet is this. Uh, the whole internet loves milkshake duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. And then it says, has two little asterisks. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you. The duck is racist. And so the, oh, yeah. the idea is the joke <laughs> that when someone like a, a, like a Ken Bone or, um, right. Right. you know, recently, um, you know, the, the kid that was being bullied and his mom yeah. did this kind of yeah, Kickstarter campaign, right. like something comes up in the past yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden, uh, you know, so America, we, we create- the world loves the internet phenomenon of whoever this is. It's a moving story. Right. It's a viral video. 20 seconds. And then everybody loves it. Oh, and then it's like, oh no, oh, no. we did a little research on Facebook. No. Someone's always oh, racist. Oh, wait, 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 did that happen with the little boy who was bullied? Cause y'all know yeah. I was out of yeah, touch yeah. for it, a week. It was Confederate racist family. Yeah. His dad, I think the little boy was not a bad kid. Yeah. We don't know. But I think the, I think the parents and the family had some like sketchy stuff. Oh, they had the well, rebel flags. They had all the MAGA stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, and, no. and it's not even just like sometimes it's not even like, you know, races like Chewbacca mom took criticism because she like was charging for autographs at an event or so. And people found that problematic. So the the, the well, makers of the dictionary, the, they had an interesting justification for why they used the term. Milkshake duck stood out as being uh, a much needed term to describe something we are seeing more and more of and not just on the Internet, but now across all types of media. It plays into the simultaneous desire to bring someone down and hope they won't be brought down. In many ways, it captured what 2017 is all about. But I, I feel like this, th- there, I'm so glad there's a phrase for it because at, at one point it's like a good thing that people are held accountable for their, you know, what they post on the internet. But at the same time, there is something about human nature that as soon as we, we kind of raise someone up on this pedestal, everyone goes looking for something in their closet to tear them back down. But now there is a, a word to describe it and it is milkshake duck. I feel like that's what we can learn from Mark Wahlberg too is the sentence like, it's okay. No one will ever know. Is not a true sentence anymore because of milkshake duck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's the it's the kind of like your sins will find you out. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it also kind of shows how quick we are to put people on a on a pedestal. I agree. I agree. You I think know. it's okay that that's true. I think it's actually probably the right way to live. But there there that is very true that people are being exposed quicker than they can they can say milkshake duck. I'm yeah. always shocked, though, by those kinds of phenomenons. Like, okay, we're back to the Mark Wahlberg thing. Yeah. Why did he not just, like, if I was him, right. and I'm in this position, and my agent is working out a deal, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just got like one point something million to do these reshoots. Like, don't you text the other people on the crew and are like, hey, what's going on? What did you guys, like... Okay, aren't... but to be fair, Eddie, if you and I get hired to speak at the same church, before you sign your contract, are you calling and asking what I'm getting paid the next weekend? Yes. No, you are not. You are not. You are not. No, but I have it. That's that's kind of tacky, Eddie, to be honest. Just between. No, 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 I really don't like how you always ask me what I make. No, but no, but I would say like I have asked before, like, hey, I just because I got I get asked to do like basically nothing and Annie gets asked to do a lot of stuff. And I was like, and sometimes I have asked you like, hey, someone asked me to come do a two day youth conference. What would you charge? And you said it. And I told them that. And they said no to me, but still, (laughs) but like generally, but also, 
so no i a, it wouldn't be so your problem as- is there will be a speaking conference going on and you are in attendance and you walk up on the stage and commandeer the mic and start demanding money is that what i'm catching is that the yeah uh, <laughs> get a- if he didn't get the number he wanted beforehand no. he just actually in the middle of his talk takes up an offering he goes rogue it's a love offering for me it's a love offering and they think it's part of the planned festivities and uh, Eddie just pockets it I would be curious and I know we're kind of going on a rabbit trail but I would be curious uh, if someone who has organized a big conference or a church service has ever experienced a rogue offering because it's gotta (laughs) happen hold on in the charismatic world that I grew up in rogue offerings happened all the time I'm talking talking the church didn't know this was happening Cameron no, I'm talking like no, the ha- spirit would just moved be too late. You specifically know I mean? like at church or whatever, or the spirit's moving. And you know what? <laughs> oh. We feel compelled. Amen. We need to act in obedience to what the Lord's speaking right now. Our We're going to take up an offering. And it was, an was awesome definitely not a planned God. offering. Yeah. But, but yeah, the offering wasn't for like the, the building oh, no, fund no, or no, mission. No, no, this no. is a love no. offering to it me. Was, no. It was to yeah. honor the man or a man of God or woman of God who is speaking. And it was definitely uh, an act of obedience uh, sacrificial oh, gift yeah. to to you know what to honor what God had done in that service. Chandler's been there. Oh yeah, oh, it's dude. beautiful. You, you start you, singing "Awesome God" and you just collect. Oh yeah. done. Yeah. Oh, it's I do that at staff meeting. <laughs> totally. I'm about to do that on this podcast, you guys. I feel like the Lord's really leading me. Mm, you will amen. just go to my Venmo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what do you have, Annie? Okay, so in my week of vacation. Did y'all know that my house flooded? Have we talked about this? What? No. Oh, yeah. My kitchen, The it's a real interesting thing. The dishwasher was, when it would finish washing, it was draining the water. It was not like yeah. going through a pipe. It was going into my basement. So that was neat for like oh, interesting. three. Oh, Man. listen. Just Did a waterfall. Did it freeze and thaw and freeze and thaw? Oh, uh-huh. you, yes, are, yes. It's actually snowing right this minute. It's a beautiful wintry mix out there. But yes, it was because it was the pipes froze, burst. We ran the dishwasher like good adults do. And it flooded the basement three times. So I got a brand new kitchen while I was out of town, which is excellent and all the things. So I just feel like that's what's been the center of my thought processes lately is home things. So I brought some tips for you. Some like home hacks. Are y'all ready? These are great. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm really ready. I actually can I be honest? I'm very listening very intently right now because yes. just last week I sold the home that I built twelve years ago. Yes. And I'm moving oh. into a a nine month renovation project. I bought a very old home that has You're to be a flipper. Com- com- no, completely renovated. No, I'm gonna live there. But I mean, I, I'm I'm not yeah. flipping it. I'm gonna like yeah. renovate it, it, make it you. nice. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you're but right. I'm saying, like, I, I need these home renovation hacks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we we and too is, are entering into a massive season. I'm of interested too so because we've had some cold, we've had a cold snap here and I've had the thought if a pipe bursts somewhere that I don't see physically, it could be weeks or months before I would ever discover. I don't know the warning signs. I don't know. I don't know what to look for. If like the water just stopped working, I'm like, well, I'm going to give it a day or two to see if the water company figures this one out. Cause I'm not going under that creepy house. You know, <laughs> Do you know the terrible part, Jesse, is that the, you don't know it bursts until it thaws. So it's not even when it's freezing cold. It's when it starts thawing oh, that it bursts. I have light bulbs. I have light bulbs that are in a, in a slightly hard to reach spot. And by slightly, I mean, would require a step ladder that's in the garage that I have to bring in the house. I'm just like, I'm just going to let that one. I'm just, I don't need that light. <laughs> you know, I, ha- I have learned something. to live without it's this adequate. one hall light because I just my, can't reach my, it. That, that's my approach to home maintenance. 
Yeah. Okay. So these are less like home <laughs> improvement and more like keeping clean the home you have. So for example, uh, one of the life hacks, one of the house hacks they have on this article is that you can, did y'all know you can clean windows and clean glass with newspaper and it won't be streaky. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, what, am, what am I going to lie so, to you? <laughs> no, I want you to. Also, another one of the great ones that I liked on this list, there were 19 home hacks. We're not going to go through all 19, no, all but I liked them. them. Is that when you use the kitchen, you know how your kitchen trash can has that plastic liner inside and yeah, you put yes. the bag in the liner? Yes. Yeah. And when you pull it out, it pulls out the liner and there's a vacuum situation. That- no, no. I've got the best trash can in the world. What? I researched it to no end. I will send you the link. I have the best trash can. That liner never comes out. Oh, I, Annie, Annie, my my philosophy with trash cans is the same with toothbrushes. I don't even use bags when I, after <laughs> yeah, one load. One the trash can goes to the curb can. too. Most that of my income just goes throw to toothbrushes and trash cans. No, if you just like drill a little hole in the side of the liner, it will stay in and the vacuum will be dealt with. Or you That's, can buy Eddie's four hundred dollar trash can that he bought that saves uh, all the things. Either one, that is a great hack. I like the drilling the hole in the bottom. Right. Just the drill side. a hole in the bottom or the side. side. Okay. So right. I love this yeah. one. If you do the bottom, then the juices will go out. Oh, that's right. You, you know? don't want to do right. that. You don't want, oh, you don't want, you don't want garbage system. juice. Cameron, once again, I gross. have drilled a hole completely under the house and I let the juice just drain under and let nature take it away. Like, my house my house is sitting on a foot of uh, raw garbage juice and broken pipe water. Um, I mean, I'm creating the world's most disgusting sinkhole You've under got my house. possums and raccoons that pretty much are just yeah. part of the family now. No, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah, far yeah. too toxic for anything to they, live the, under. The, the possums yeah. are under his house drinking from the garbage hole like Ew. the hamsters do that little like water bottle. Man, I'll never be able to fall asleep again. My garbage disposal broke like a year ago, and I just now dump things into the garbage hole. So it's shells. All right, 17 more, Annie. No, 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 two more. One, they say that you should use a lint roller to pick up dead bugs. And I think that's Ooh. so gross just to run your lint roller <laughs> and pick up bugs. And the picture they have is a scorpion on a lint roller, which feels like if there's a scorpion in your house, don't go for it with a lint roller. Go for it with like a shoe, right? Once, yeah. a, once again, I have well, I have a slogan in my house. Kick it down the garbage hole. If you see an unwanted <laughs> critter in the house, just kick him right down there. He'll fend for himself. Kick it down the garbage hole. Okay, last one that may be less helpful for you guys and more helpful for the women in the studio and, and that are listening. But did you know that you have to give your vacuum cleaner a haircut? Do you guys know this? What? That if you have long hair and your vacuum cleaner stops picking things up, it's probably because the brush is covered in hair. You have to turn it over and use scissors or they want you to mm-hmm. use a seam ripper and literally give your the roller under your vacuum cleaner a haircut, which is gross, Here's, but I've done it my whole life. I'm going to tell you, I, I have I gave my vacuum cleaner a haircut last week as I have yep. to almost every time I vacuum because Eve yep. and Lucy have a ton of little uh, fake junky pom-poms and yeah. all there's just little pom-pom you know what? everywhere. Uh, my vacuum is full of fake junky pom-poms too. Yeah, because of your life. Well, yeah, it's just, just it's, it's recreational use. Yeah. But the other thing too, another life hack, I don't know if this one's in there, cut your hair over the garbage hole and just let it go. Someone asked me the other day, they said, where does that garbage hole go? And I said, to be quite honest with you, I don't know. 
I don't yeah. know. I've been filling just, it, and it hasn't come to the surface yet. So, I mean, it's still a mystery kinda, to me. You're treating it like like the old-timey people treated out households. Yeah. Yeah. Once it fills yeah. up, you just move it. Right? Exactly. You just yeah. fill the, you just hole the and house. dig another one like three feet away. In the, yeah. I, I'm talking in the kitchen. I'm talking yeah. there's just... Right, I, right, I have right. holes that I've plastered. I've plastered over probably seven, eight holes. Um, Can and you give me the diameter of your garbage holes? Are they like a like a quarter size, or are we no. talking like a can size? No, you, what I'm saying what I'm saying is Jesse lays on his back and yeah. just lets his hair drape into the garbage <laughs> hole and he feels the little nibbles. <laughs> and after he knows one one minute is one inch, so yeah. he just does a minute of nibbling. Got it. And up and out he goes, and oh he is. My gosh. And I also would like to go back to the Super idea gross. that you need like old. You have old pom poms that yeah. are just part of your nighttime routine. Yeah. So I mean, you just go home. <laughs> yeah. Pour yourself a little snifter of a brandy. Snifter. Yeah. Light a nice cigar. I sit out on the Put on the Bravo marathon. Put on the Bravo marathon, and you just yeah. Yeah. Have a little just purple pom pom. You, you, you yeah, light some just, candles to to mask the stink of the garbage hole, and just have yourself yeah. a nice <laughs> multiple garbage holes: the freshly filled one and the brand new one. Hey, Eddie, uh, before we get to your slice, uh, Morgan wanted to come through. She's walking by the studio. She wanted to come through. She didn't feel like she did a good job oh, with I, her quip oh, testimonial. No, I Morgan. I did yeah, it. I did it injustice to quip. To be honest with you. Okay. Well, so she wanted to make right her quip testimonial. Should, should we just start like, over? Or do you, do you just have, have a quip? Quip. Um, I have a. I have a quip. quip. Okay, well done, Jesse. I do. It's pretty. It's Morgan, we're ready and we're listening. Morgan, I'm so glad to meet you. So by the way, quip. Morgan, this is Annie F. Downs. No one knows what the F stands for. Hi, Annie F. Downs. I'm Morgan Black F. Jacks. Hickey. Yes, uh, so what is your quip quip <laughs> that you felt like you did not do a good job representing last time? Uh, so I just wanted quip to know that I feel uh, every day I feel equipped. Oh, no. No, no, no. It gets better. Listen, I feel equipped, fully no. equipped every day okay. because of the right. smile that quip gives. No. Me. So you left and workshopped that for <laughs> <laughs> I did. Is nobody impressed? <laughs> Respectfully. No, I'm pretty. Hey, Morgan, great. I just got an email. It's from our ad sales team, and we've lost Quip. We've, they, we've <laughs> <laughs> We're going to switch back and talk about, I just ordered Warby Parker glasses. So really. uh, thank you for that update, uh, you know Morgan. Why don't you go workshop it with the yeah. staff, yeah. see yeah. what they say. We've got a bunch of writers here. Uh, ZipRecruiter is also coming up as a sponsor on the show. Maybe you could go get some material some, about ZipRecruiter. Somehow Recruiter. Quip is now charging us quite a bit of money, so I don't, <laughs> yeah. know, what I don't know. We just got fined. We just got fined by Quip. We, we all have mean. cavities now. Thanks a lot. It's called restitution. <laughs> yeah, we have to make right. Okay, what do you have, Eddie? I mean, I have no idea at this point, but I will say, uh, so growing up, my little town of St. Petersburg, Florida, I, uh, I was right down the street from a Catholic church and I, uh, kind of, I didn't everything kind of down the street from a Catholic church, It is, but this was a big Catholic church. Okay. And what it's I like didn't the realize, Whataburger of Florida. Yeah. I didn't grow up going to church, but when I finally, that's why you could watch the Simpsons. Oh, it was the best. I would Precisely. encourage everyone not to do anything uh, Christian until they're 18. And, and, so and, 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 oh hey, but, uh, he never went to church, but when, when finances got tighter, or he needed something personally, he would walk into the Catholic church and do a rogue offering. And they'd always give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, listen guys, I've got a dangerous situation with a garbage hole. I got to get someone to look at this thing. Who's with me? And he, and he brings a bowl and passes it around. So that's right, that's when right. I finally did start to become a part of the church world, I found that I knew a lot of the songs. And the reason was, I realized later, is because the Catholic church was always playing, like there were songs playing on the bells. So I'd be out riding my bike and I would hear the tune of 
like whatever song. Well, all of that kind of stuff, right? And I always kind of <laughs> knew like all of the very traditional Christian songs because the bells of the Catholic really? Church. So they played play it. it. They kind of like a PA system. Well, they would do it like they would ring the bells on like I think the hour, and they would do like an evening chime, and then they would do like songs on Sunday. So. Like, because I'm just riding my bike and hanging out on Sunday and just having fun, I would hear the songs, and that just becomes part of, like, the sound can, of your childhood. Can, so well, I still, hold, like... Hold on. Hey, I have a quick question, because that brings up a good point I've never thought about. Like, you know, I, I like church music just as anyone else, but what gives them the right? What gives churches the right? Like, if I just wanted to create my own building and just at, at you know, at noon every day, uh, the Phil Collins drum fill rings through the town. <laughs> Like legally, like legally, because do of the it. establishment clause and, right. and church and state and all that, am yeah. I allowed to do that too? Like, is yes. that a right yes. especially afforded for churches? It's, it's Michael W. Smith keytar. Only, yeah. only Michael W. Smith keytar. Uh, yep. The, in the, the land Phil of Col- keytar. Yeah. The Phil Collins drum fill every day at <laughs> 8 a.m. You would get out of awesome. You would be equipped for a good day. You would be, you would be oh, ready no. to go. So a Catholic church in Albuquerque, New Mexico has taken something that was once just a lovely part of the community where we are gently kind of covering them and in, in these songs at appropriate times to a whole new level. So this church, <laughs> what was it? Latino Catholic. It was a Latino Catholic church. I'm trying to find the name of it. Our Lady of Guadalupe Church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And got a brand new electronic bell system. So churches have a lot of different kinds of systems. Sometimes it is actual bells that are that yeah. are controlled by like a computer. Yeah, I saw the hunchback in Notre Dame. That's right. Sometimes <laughs> it's actual bells that are controlled by an actual hunchback. Right. And sometimes it's just speakers in a really tall tower that yeah. play dr- right. bell noises. Right. I don't have the information on which one this is. My guess is that it's speakers installed Did very high. Did it get hacked? No, oh. but oh, that would have been amazing. amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and all Tyler's sudden, doing that next week. All of a is playing turned down for what? The priest, <laughs> uh, the priest uh, apparently got super excited about this and played Amazing Grace 25 times a day on these at a level that neighbors were saying was it made the world inaudible. So all of a Wait, sudden, just, just because he was like pumped about it, like he'd been taking up rogue offerings for months and it well, finally yeah. he was able to pull it together and get this system and he just went a little overboard with it. Yeah. And they cranked it up to 11 and yeah. this church ended up playing Amazing Grace 25 times a day, completely loud and the neighbors freaked out and they have and this is the whole slice. They have decided to dial it back a bit, but I wanted to bring up the point to your hacking point. Yeah. Is having a bell tower yeah. not the ultimate authority in the world? I mean, basically, you have got <laughs> yes. you have got a megaphone to do anything well, you I, want. I, I've traveled a lot in the Middle East, and if when you're in like Palestine, I mean, there's a lot of mosques around, and there's a certain time of day when the, oh, yeah. the, the towers, yeah. Oh, yeah. boom, and it, it covers the entire city, and right. it's prayer time, right? You know, and the city stops. Yeah, and, I mean, right. And I, I've thought that is an amazing amount of control that right. that church or those mosques have, right. over that the entire you know, livelihood of that city, you right. know, yeah. but who's I, saying to Jesse's point, who is saying yeah. like, that you couldn't just put a bunch of speakers on top of relevant and every hour on the hour you play. I don't know. What if I stumble by DC talk? It's your, let's say you, you know, I've I've mentioned it before. It's one of my favorite instruments. It's the Ricola horn. You know, it's the <laughs> horn yeah. that is used in the Swiss Alps for reasons I'm not certain of. And yeah. you just Ricola just every day. What's stopping me? Yeah, that's true. I think you should do it, Jesse. I'm just saying, 
there's got to be no laws. Clearly, this this guy in Albuquerque is doing what he wants. I think we should install speakers or we should yep. explore the idea of a church. There's got to be a listener who is in charge of a church that has bells that we can come and play music on or something like that. I could probably play the... Just hook up yeah, an yeah. iPod to it. it. Yeah. yeah. Why does it need to be... Why does it need to even be like an instrument? What's preventing us from starting a tradition where at noon every day, someone walks out on the balcony and just slaps out a blood-curdling scream over church street? <laughs> you know? That's true. <laughs> oh, it must be noon. It's noon. Look at that. Lunchtime. When we're rolling out segments here, yeah. right? Why in the world? I would think that the world would want to hear it. Like, there's no compelling reason why we don't just give an update on Pancake Boy. Right. To everyone. Yeah. Like, well, right like, now. To everyone. Okay, well, okay, well, that's a good segue. Uh, it's time well for... If there is a challenging feat, Dazzle to win. Dared by listeners in a tweet. Dazzle to win. Our, our, our second check-in okay. with Tyler Daswick at the IHOP. We can hear the clanking of the silverware. How's it going, Tyler? Give us a status update. Guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I need, uh, <laughs> uh-oh. I need, I need someone to come cut this out of me. <laughs> He's on his fourth pancake. <laughs> is it? Is it Jesse, like, Jesse cuts garbage holes all the time. He'll be just, in just a minute. We just, uh, <laughs> we, we, because now I feel like I'm outside of my own body. We are on... Uh, <laughs> Pancake number thirteen. Oh, you're gonna be like a pancake cesarean. Wait, so so is this? Are Tyler, these fluffy, so fluffy buttermilk pancakes treating you? Oh my you? god, they're so fluffy. Okay, so dude. when you eat them, you're you're <laughs> squishing them up tight, nice and tight, almost like those like sponge pill animals. It's you know, like, and then it's they, like eating a Tempur-Pedic mattress. Yes. <laughs> and then when they go down and hit your stomach water, they expand and turn into little animals <laughs> and mattresses. Water. I like who Tyler's oh become on Pancake 13. He's very <laughs> prolific. His body is. I guess I got, I got black. I'm like, I'm blacking out. Yeah. Like I, I can't see. I, uh, I can't hey, smell You've hit something anything. called the runner's wall. And as every yeah. runner needs to know, what you, what, what you need to do going. at this point is quickly, and qu- I mean quickly, jam 13 more pancakes right into your mouth yeah. right now. This is like yeah. the only way Those two women with the bacon still there. Are you still in competition with the bacon gals? They, they tapped out as Weak. they should have. You're a victor. They're weak. They're weak-willed. Are we going to get to 20? Are we going to get to 20? Tyler, Tyler, are we going to get to 20? He's just talking. (laughs) What? He has a really confused sense of space and time. Is Melissa the server nearby? Uh, I don't, I don't see her. I don't see anyone. I think, I think it's, I think the IHOP's closed. Yeah. His vision has started to tunnel a bit. Which Those is are just your eyes, Tyler. Those All are just your eyes that are closed. The, Open them back up, buddy. The slow tiptoe of death coming towards him. But, uh, M- Melissa's my one anchor to reality. <laughs> I, I need her back here. Right hey guys, does anyone else have a theory that Melissa doesn't exist? That she might <laughs> exist? That, that she's like a weird Tyler and Melissa are the same person. All right, we're gonna we're gonna check back in in a little bit, and uh, we hope we hope to hear you. Uh, do you believe in you, Tyler? Twenty, love you, man. Good luck. Do you have Do you have to? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yes. going, bud. You're not done. Let's, we believe in you. You're twenty, Tyler. I, th- seriously, and all, and all, if if you need to stop, you can. But just I want to let you know your job's on the line here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. All right, that'll do it for check-in number two uh, for the debut of If there is a challenging feat Dazzle to win Dared by listeners in a tweet Dazzle to win I won't, I won't let go
<laughs> you guys, this is going far better than I could have ever All dreamed. Right. All right, well, that'll do it for slices as well. Stay tuned. Up next, Jesse Ware joins us. Say that You're listening to our next guest, Jesse Ware. The song is Alone. Jesse Ware is a singer from the UK. Her latest album is called Glass House, and it's garnered critical acclaim for its emotional songwriting and collaborations with artists like Francis and the Lights, Ed Sheeran, Cashmere Cat, and others. We recently had Jesse uh, give a behind the scenes look at the album, some of its most memorable tracks, and what inspired it. Here is part of our conversation with Jesse Ware. Selfish love, why do I do these things? I break you down just to get my way. Selfish love, darling, you do it too. You tell me lies, it's not been the truth. And I, I know that I can't get When you decided to go back into the studio to record Glasshouse, did you go in with a pretty solid idea of what you wanted to say this time, or is it more of an organic process where just kind of whatever comes out in the studio is what you go with? Yeah, exactly. It was definitely like write and see what happens. And, you know, I think this has been a record that's been brewing over the last three years. Um mostly like predominantly the last two years and um, I think that it would be yeah I think it was totally just like write and enjoy writing and, and really knuckle down at that and, and, and that was the best thing about this record I think making this record I really I felt far more at ease in the songwriting process which actually I think made kind of it, it made the quality of the songs um, better, but I, I, I was enjoying the songwriting process more than I've ever really enjoyed it before, and I think that's probably from you know experience. And um, but yeah, it was to totally just kind of see see what happens and just really take some more risks in your songwriting and really you know experiment, kind of go to the extremes of genres and go to the extremes of you know words and stuff and see what fits and what makes sense. Were there any songs on the new album that were just a little more uh, challenging or maybe hopefully more rewarding to write than the rest? There's uh, a song called Sam, which I um, I wrote with Ed Sheeran and Francis in the Lights. And I, you know, we changed the chorus and the chorus that's um, on there now is far more direct. And that sat uncomfortably with me for a moment when me and, Ed were rewriting that chorus. Um, I was worried I'd offend people. I was worried that it was too on the nose. And he kind of settled me by just saying, "Yeah, I think it's. I think if it's making you so uncomfortable, maybe that's a good thing, and that's a new thing. And and, and people haven't heard you speak like this before, so maybe take the risk and see how it happens. See what happens. And I think actually that risk has kind of paid off. And I think people, from what I've gathered, people were quite enthusiastic to hear something that was a bit bit more personal and kind of yeah direct and 
it wasn't the hardest to write, but it was, it sat in my stomach a bit uncomfortably in the sense that I was like, oh man, like this is a kind of new style of writing for me and am I ready to do this or not? But I'm really glad with the response. And I hope I'm as brave as my mother Wondering what kind of mother will I be Hope she knows that I found A man far from my father Sam, my baby Is it ever hard to write something as vulnerable as that song and then just a few months later be singing it live and see fans like singing it back to you? Is it ever like, have you ever written something that you felt like was so personal and so intimate that you really didn't want to share it with other people? To be honest, I've, I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever written things that have kind of shown, I think I've always kept a slight kind of distance between me and the, and the, um, and either the truth or like, you know, I've kind of hidden it well. And I think that that's been for me to be able to deal with it. And it's, it's always a pleasure to see people singing your songs. But it's going to be interesting because, you know, since we've been singing Sam, it's not like people could sing along to it because this album wasn't out. And so I, I wonder how that's going to feel when I see people singing that song because it is so... You know, I say I've been thinking about my husband from 17, The Only Love Alert. I wonder whether people will want to sing that with me or not, or whether they'll want to listen. Or, you know, um, it will be interesting to see how that plays out. When people listen to Glass House, what do you hope they leave thinking about or feeling? I hope they enter into the world and, and I hope they escape from it. I hope they live a little romance. I, I hope they... I hope they go on a journey and I hope that they leave the album going into this kind of cosmic dream space that I wanted to have on that Sam record. It, you know, I feel, I feel I, it goes on. I think the music goes on for about a minute and a half, two minutes of like, you know, basically improvised playing um, between Pino Palladino, Chris Dave and Nico Sadal. And, and, and that was, I want, I want them to have listened to my story and hopefully related, but also been able to be transported somewhere else a little bit. Jesse Ware, you can actually read uh, more about Jesse in the current issue of Relevant, which yeah. is available now. Go check it out. Stay tuned. Up next. I Dr. subscribed, by the way. Did you? You know, we would send it to you. It's one, nope. one of the perks. <laughs> no. Nope. Yo, I want a toothbrush. Give me a quip. I'll pay for Relevant magazine. Okay, I like that. Okay, well, good deal. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. Up next, Dr. John Perkins joins us. Listening to Loud Forest songs, wake up, which is what you would do if you were in or near a <laughs> sleeping in a loud, loud forest. forest. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Well, this week's feature conversation is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. A fresh new year has begun, and if you're setting new goals for your business, it's extremely difficult to reach them without the right people on your team. I know this for a fact. And ZipRecruiter has transformed (laughs) how you go about finding them. If you're in need of great talent for your business, but short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. You just need the right tools, smarter tools. Uh, I can tell you, uh, we post jobs on our site quite a bit, and uh, we get flooded with people who should not be applying. And it's very annoying having to go through all those just to say, what are you doing? Uh, ZipRecruiter <laughs> posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click, and then they actively look for the most qualified candidates and invite them to apply for your opening. They even review every application to identify the top candidates so you never miss a great match. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. And it's no wonder why 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, relevant podcast listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash relevant. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash relevant. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash relevant. Has Morgan used ZipRecruiter? Do we want to call her in for another? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I think, ZipRecruiter. I think she a has a quip for it. ZipRecruiter. Yeah. She's, yeah, zip. she's quippy. <laughs> oh, Be man. equipped with Zip. <laughs> Dr. John Perkins is a preacher, author, and legendary activist who has been involved in the civil rights movement since the 1960s. In his latest book, Dream With Me, Race, Love, and the Struggle We Must Win, Dr. Perkins looks at why God's call for Christians to fight injustice is still so critical for people of all ethnic backgrounds. Our very own Andre Henry recently spoke with Dr. Perkins about recent high-profile comments made about immigrants, the current social climate, and how Christians can truly affect change. Here is Dr. John Perkins. So, Dr. Perkins, this week, people are in uproar because the president said some things that could be taken as racially insensitive. Um, But you and I know that this is old rhetoric. We've heard this kind of language before, but you especially have seen the story of racial progress in this country or lack thereof firsthand. And I just wondered what you might say to those of us who feel discouraged that we keep seeing this rhetoric come back. Race relation in terms of accomplishment and the possibility and where we was 50 years ago when Mark was killed, the race relationship has changed mightily. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about it. We have yeah. had an opportunity. We have had a black president. <laughs> I'm now writing for a magazine that would have been hoping maybe to do what you and I are going to sit down here and do. We could mm-hmm. have done that that well that I can travel anywhere I want to go in the bus. We got athletes now making millions a year. And we got other, we got doctors and lawyers. So somebody would say, 
race relationship if you are talking about just individualistic progress right mm -hmm. uh, you might be talking about that yeah. you know now as far as Kenyan the social economic and getting rid of some of the effects of both that over 100 150 years of slavery and then the last 50 years of patronizing mm -hmm. blacks and every time they get an opportunity to make progress we turn to a wall of putting mm -hmm. new priorities we haven't been consistent with it i think the current report right. 50 years ago laid out the governor Connor's report after Malcolm X, after John Kennedy, after Bobby Kennedy, and all of those eventually, Martin Luther King himself, but the current mm. report was commissioned before his death. If we would have followed the current report, we would have made some progress. Wow. The current report says that we were moving between two nations in our division. Wow. A black nation and a white nation. A rich nation and a poor nation. We hmm. have accomplished that. What he said we were moving towards. Hmm. The, the nation is still moving towards uh, two nations. Wow. A rich nation and richer and richer and a poor nation in jail and killing each other, genocide. Now the genocide is on both people because in doing this to us, it's still destroying white folks. Mm -hmm. That's what my new book is actually saying, but a common dream with me is showing us what the church could do. Wow. The God has made the church the steward of life. Born wow. again. Those who are born again get eternal life. And, and so, I have, a, I have a language. We got to develop a new language of love. That was Dr. John Perkins. Pre-order his book, Dream With Me. You can do that now. I highly recommend it. He's a legend. of Gateway Worship, introducing Monuments by Gateway, featuring Open the Heavens, new sound, new songs, new voices, available on Apple Music and Spotify today. Yeah.
The song is Circles. Okay, it's time for your feedback. Uh, thankfully, we don't have any corrections and apologies this week. It's just y'all's... Uh, and I would never apologize. No, of course not. Well, you weren't here. Um, so we had nothing to apologize for from last week's show. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably will apologize at some point. No way. I'm just putting that out there. No, set a rule for yourself. I haven't apologized in four years or whatever. He doubled the town. It's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I begin a process of blocking and extricating people from my life. All right. Well, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you uh, for your best prank story. Uh, Jesse, remind me what prompted this question of the week. It was the sociopath that called in about <laughs> pranking his pregnant wife relentlessly. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Uh, and it was uh, not mutual. It was not. Well, we don't know, but we assume it's not reciprocated pranking. And so therefore just mean. Um, so we want to know, we wanted to know your best prank story. You guys hit us up on Twitter at relevant podcast, and you went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and posted some there as well. Here are a few of our favorites. Th- this one uh, from Oliver. This is too much work for a prank, Oliver. I, I stole my roommate's keys and left him a scavenger hunt to find uh, to find them. It included 30 clues all over our college campus and took no. him two and a half hours to no. complete. Yeah, but how many, how many hours did it take you to hours? set it up? Thank you. That's Thank right, you. Cameron. Pranks, that's the right question. Yeah. Pranks should be quick and reckless. You should not <laughs> have time to on think you, through. Oliver. You spent nine hours setting up this <laughs> that's prank. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because Joke's the on more you, time, we're not airing any of your pancake segments. <laughs> Here's the thing about pranks is like, if you have, they should be good enough that if you reflected on the actual consequences of them, you would not do it. Like this, you had too much time for reflection. Uh, the last crew revealed they were in his room uh, the whole time. Also, I want to give uh, take this opportunity to give one more bonus life hack, Annie, if that's cool. I don't, I'm oh, not to yeah. sure. appropriate your slice, but no, uh, no, no, I get this me. a lot. Uh, people have been asking me, um, what happens when you start hearing weird noises come from the garbage hole? <laughs> I get that question all the time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, I've but been I, wondering. I but have they speak a, English. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> but it's kind of like a strange, like, like something from like, uh, like a Jim Henson movie. Yeah. Like, but like the real really weird dark ones, like Labyrinth or something. E- either way, the, the solution is simple. I have a, I have a, a, a broomstick that I just jam down there repeatedly and tell them, shut right. up, shut up, whatever's down there. It goes away most of the time. So, yeah. a life, hashtag life tech, hack, no big yeah, deal. Yeah, well done. Um, I like this, uh, feedback from Jen EB because as my Georgia Bulldogs did lose the national championship against um, Alabama, she is a Gator fan. Yeah, they did. She's a Gator fan like the rest of you yahoos Mm -hmm. and her coworker is a Bama fan. Now I'm not totally sure what this means. I just like that. She did it. He has a Jeep. She replaced the plain valve stem covers with Gator valve stem covers and he didn't know for 10 days. I like Great that. One. How do you not know for 10 days? Also, <laughs> side question, part B. What's a, a 
valve stem cover? <laughs> Anybody? It's just like the like the little things that when you put air in your tires. Yeah, the little the little knob that you uh, screw on top. You can get like little clever you can get logo <laughs> versions of those. Oh yeah, you can get like all kinds of stuff. I'm sure. I've stu- uh, I stick relevant logos on everything. Yeah, Chandler has. They were six thousand dollars, but he has four Supreme <laughs> ones on his Corolla. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, Cameron, when you mail me that toothbrush, send me four relevant valve stem covers as well. Yeah, that's it's gonna amazing be a- what you can find on Alibaba. Yeah, it's you know? <laughs> yeah. oddly they already had the relevant logo. Yeah, it's really weird. It's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey Buchanan said, "A few years ago, my husband and I went out of town for our first married Thanksgiving. Congratulations, by the way, Kelsey. Uh, when we got back, I went to set our dogs' food bowls down by the back door, and when I looked out of the window, I saw a deer laying on our small back patio. We lived in the city near university, and our patio was completely fenced in." They were at least three six foot fences between the street and our patio. At first, I thought it was a very, I was very concerned that a deer had somehow jumped into our patio and was stuck and died there, et cetera, et cetera. Their friends who are hunters had killed a deer and brought it oh all the way gosh. into their patio and oh put it gosh. there. And since there has been a prank war between, uh, between the Buchanan family and those friends, but nothing comes that close to That does not sound like fun pranks to me. Yeah, no, no, no. no. D- no. Dead animal pranks are never yeah, great. Carcasses in the bed. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah. Not yeah. yeah. Uh, are they in the mafia, Eddie? Does it say yeah. that? Yeah. Are they, uh, Kelsey didn't yeah. say they it, but hilariously, they don't have yeah, to, Jesse. I cut yeah. off his horse's head and put it yeah. in the in the bed with him. It was, Kelsey didn't say it, laugh out of it. But yeah. if you rearrange all the letters in her comment, it's it says please help. It says please help. So, Kelsey, we're ready. We're on our way. I love this tweet from Corbin Birch, a friend of mine from college, signed me up with very incorrect and heretical Christian literature that even four <laughs> years later gets sent to my parents' house under my name. The second flood is coming, apparently. I need to get my hands on the, the where I can subscribe to this literature, because I think that would Relevantmagazine.com, I think. <laughs> Cover story, second flood on the way. Blood hashtag blood mode. All right. Uh, Eric Odom said, I had a coworker. Did we already do this one? The speakerphone one? No, no. I don't think so. No. I, I love this one was very uh, uh, Jim and Dwight of the office and I loved it. Eric said, I had a coworker who would frequently talk on the speakerphone at the same volume as someone ordering via a drive through. So this person was just yelling. And Eric said that I pranked her by filling the pinhole mic on her desk phone with wax and then coloring it with a Sharpie so that it matched the phone. For the next few weeks, I listened to her yell into her phone until her frustration forced her to pick up the handset and speak on the phone at a more professional volume. That's that's funny, Frank, but it's also the most passive aggressive move possible. You know, like you don't want to say, hey, can you quiet down? Maybe pick up the phone. You go to elaborate measures to make sure that they talk at a professional volume. I like it. Yeah, this all these pranks really (laughs) show the heart of the people who are telling us about them (laughs) Uh, i gotta just say on eric's behalf if i was eric i would just be sitting back and just weeping with laughter watching this person scream into their (laughs) phone i think it's i think it's worth the slow passive breath (laughs) nick Nick says i had a friend nick has a friend who who evidently does not know what a prank is uh, because i had a friend in college who would swallow people's goldfish as quote as what? a prank he told me he loved it because it was the kind of prank that can't be undone not cool man the whole point of a prank is it can be undone that it's harmless that you do it and it's like oh it's just a prank not for real you know your car didn't really get stolen that's like stealing somebody's car 
and then be like, ah, it's just a prank. It can't be undone because I stole it. Yeah. No, dude, in college, uh, you know how it is at Christian universities, Jesse, uh, the floors in the dorm wings, you know, kind of rivals to yeah. each other. And, and, and I in particular was on a, 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 an antagonistic floor that had a rivalry with another floor in yeah. the same dorm. And they would prank each other relentlessly. And Jesse yeah. has told many, many stories of, of these things happening. One year, they pranked the other floor, and I'm saying that with air quotes, by breaking into a dude's room, grabbing his television, and going up to the roof of the dorm and throwing it off. <laughs> no! That's, that's not a prank. No, it's not, but yeah, it's that's so more funny. Just like, that's yeah. called theft. You know, yeah. you know where yeah. I first got the idea that's for the garbage hole was, Cameron? Uh, yeah. You know, we were actually pranking the floor directly under us, and I just drilled a <laughs> hole where I could see into the next guy's room, and I dumped garbage down there the entire yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. A lot of hair. A lot of hair went down that hole. And then you realized how effective it was, and you were like, I will always have a garbage hole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of garbage hole. Speaking of garbage oh, holes, it's time no. for our final check-in uh, <laughs> on the uh, debut episode of. If there is a challenging feat, dazzle to it. Derek by listeners in a tweet. Dazzle to it. Tyler Daswick, live uh, from the IHOP. How what? are you doing? Oh, Give us the status Tyler, update. Sounds like he's rallied. <laughs> um, he does not. No, he does not. I, uh, no. There's. Experiencing a little bit of pressure um, from the bottom of my stomach to the top of my throat. He and Melissa had a real breakthrough. (laughs) And it just keeps going higher and higher. Oh, God. I don't know where it goes. What pancake number are we at? How far have we gotten, buddy? We're we're on pancake number 15. Oh, man. Oh, you're slowing down, down, It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while with only two cakes gone. Yeah, 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 Tyler, you're not leaving there till you're 20. You understand, right? Hey, I I found out it's open 24 hours, and that's when I realized I'm gonna die in this IHOP. (laughs) Is your server nearby, Tyler? Um, I can. I took another bite. I've, yeah, you I've did. No, 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 no eating on the microphone. He's gonna have to, Eddie. It's the only way to get through this. No, it's happening. Hold on. I see her. She's working so hard. Oh my gosh. Are there a lot of people there, the Tyler? Syrups. Give me what percent of the restaurant is full? Yeah. Sorry, what? What percent of the restaurant is full right now? How many people do you think are there? Oh my gosh. Um, I have to count now. Um, <laughs> it's like he's like probably, 15. There were 13. Like 20, 25 people. Wow. wow. Okay. I have still better of- business than I remembered. Well, we're getting oh, a yeah. lunch crowd. Well, you yeah. are getting pancakes for $4. Hold on. I got, Cameron. I have Melissa here. <gasps> I have Melissa Eddie. here. She's excited to talk to you guys. Melissa, um, you are on with the relevant podcast. I'm handing the phone over. Hello. Hi, Melissa. How are you? This is Eddie. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Question for you. Have you ever had anyone do this kind of challenge uh, before? Um, no. Okay. Not, <laughs> so, not on the radio, but I've been here for almost 10 years. And the last time I can remember that we did the all you can eat, the most pancakes I remember somebody eating was 21. Oh, oh he's so, so close, you guys. He is I mean, so he's close. not that far. Can I ask you how he's looking? Because he sounds. Full. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So it's polite, uh, Melissa. We appreciate that. So the, the the record for the last ten years is twenty one, and he's at fifteen right now. What what Correct. percent chance do you give him of hitting that record of of breaking of setting a new record today? Um, from the looks of it, I would say. 
Well, let me ask him. Are you ready for more? He's <laughs> slowing way down. Way he down. is full. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're capping out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think wow. that's 15. I think yeah. that's probably wise. <laughs> Melissa, how long do you have to work today? Um, I work till about two o'clock. Okay, whatever you do, do not let him leave. He is. Melissa, he is going to sit here through. till he breaks the record. Yes, Melissa, yes. you yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's great. Okay, Melissa, thank you. I hope you have a good rest of your day. I'm sorry we put you through this, but it was worth it. It was worth it to see him suffer. <laughs> ah, well, it's cute, and he's so young and, and good looking. So oh, he's wow. doing a really okay. good job. Well, Melissa, okay, Melissa, very interesting, aren't th- this, Melissa? This, well, he used to work at Men's Health, Melissa. You might want to know that. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, good luck with All that, right, Melissa. I'm going to hand him All back right. to you. Okay, I appreciate okay. it, and y'all have Thanks, a wonderful Thanks. day. Thanks. Bye, Melissa. Eddie, Thank I like you. that you apologize to Melissa, but n- we're not apologizing to Tyler. No, no, no. Hey, Tyler, are you there? Uh-huh. Yeah, hey, Tyler, just when, you leave, when you check oh. out and you leave, you write the tip. I want yes. you to write a very large tip to yes. Melissa and also put your phone number. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's she, right. uh, <laughs> because she just did a verbal swipe right on you. She totally yeah. did. Oh, For sure. Oh, I was, I was, I was here. Hey, Chandler, <laughs> she's seen you at your worst. That's Chandler, you know? is that right? Swipe right is when you like the person? That is. Yeah, okay, right. cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Sorry. uh, Congratulations, uh, Tyler. You've done it. Except uh, Melissa said you've got about five more to go to break the record that she's seen. Yeah, that record's been standing for a decade, my friend. 21 21. is the most she's seen. And Tyler feels low. And she's she's been there for a while. 50. 10 years. Well, I don't think it's like an official challenge. I think she just said in my 10 years, the last time we did this, the most I saw somebody do is 21. Right. But this is for Melissa. Like at this point, do it for Melissa. Tyler. Do it for Melissa, Tyler. (laughs) I, uh, to be honest, I'm starting to think that Melissa is of the devil. Okay. Well, good luck. Wow. She was an angel last (laughs) check-in. Well, that's pancakes for you. They start out that they're from, they're they're from the Lord and they end up that they're from the devil. That's That's she just, she just keeps asking if I want more. She yeah. just keeps pushing, she doing, pushes, and pushes, right thing. and pushes, and pushes. This is it's marriage, hard. man. It's uh, back hard. and forth. Sometimes yeah. you're going to want the pancakes. Sometimes you're going to say no, thank you. It's about open communication. So I would really Eddie. try to practice this now with her and talk to her and see if she's able to hear what you're saying and if she's returning that bid and you guys can work together. Thanks. Oh, this is why oh, I came for the life lessons. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I did it. All right. Well, uh, thanks. Why. Thanks, Daz, for doing this. Uh, Tyler, that's the final hero, check-in buddy. for the debut of. If there is a challenging feat, Daz will do it. Derek by listeners in a tweet. Daz will do it. Hey, hey, uh, Cameron, can we, can, can you call him an Uber or send a driver? I don't want him to get a, a driving under the influence of Flapjack. Um, right. They, you know, they throw the book at yeah, guys. Be- yeah. I've seen it on live PD. It's ugly. All right. That'll do it for last week's feedback. It's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Okay. Well, clearly we have a new uh, guinea pig, not to besmirch. Not an pigs. intern. Yeah, right. not to besmirch guinea, guinea pigs. And, and to be clear, it's a new show guinea pig. I've still got Chandler. Right, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have an actual guinea pig, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to be clear on this, the whole thing. I got a hilarious yeah. prank. I'm going to eat your guinea pig, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> just put it down in the trash hole. <laughs> we want to know. We want to know ideas for future uh, challenges. We should oh have Tyler Dazwick try and then report back. They uh, don't have that, to be eating either. No, no, no. They don't have to be eating. 
just things we want him to do because we couldn't do them or wouldn't want to do them ourselves. Right. And, yeah. we and then you know, we can check in with him during the show. So we've worked the, way too a few limitations. Yeah. They have to be able to be done in the metropolitan Orlando area. Yeah. Smart. Two, they need to be done around the time span of how long it takes us to record a show, which would be like two hours. They need to be done during Nine the daytime yeah. because that's when we record the show. So things that we can check in uh, with him uh, do while he's doing them. Yeah. We want more but challenge. Dream big. We want Orlando's t- a big city with a lot to offer. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You can yeah, do get, get almost creative. anything here. You know those boomerang slingshot things that right. they shoot your shoot and they do the videos and people pass out? Yeah. We have like six yeah, of those. Of over those. and over and over again. I'm going oh, to wow. just keep doing it. We have indoor skydiving. Right. We have uh, uh, lagoons where you can swim with the sharks. Yeah. There's um, there's Disney, there's theme parks. This is the best city to do this oh, in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need more Tyler challenges, Tyler Daswick challenges. Uh, we want you guys to hit us up <laughs> on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, or you can post your longer or more elaborate schemes yeah. on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. And we're listening. I'm, I'm excited I'm, about this. I'm really thinking of ways to torture this sweet kid. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet And guy. it can't be that illegal. It, no, I, no, I no, want to no, remind no. people, just, this is how just it was something illegal. like this. Yeah, just where, a little dust. This is how the Nickelback challenge first arose. We threw that we, we threw a similar oh. question out to the audience, and their sick minds hatched that. So I can't wait to see what they come back with. That's right. Okay. Well, on that note, we'll wrap things up. Thanks to this week's uh, sponsors for making the episode possible. Remember, Quip starts at just twenty five bucks, and if you go to get quip.com slash relevant right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Also, thanks to ZipRecruiter. Right now, Relevant Podcast listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash relevant. Also, thanks to our guest for joining us, Jessie Ware. You can follow her on Twitter at Jessie Ware. That's an I-E, not to be confused with uh, Jessie Carey spelling. Yeah. yeah. It's an I-E. Mm. Boy's uh, Her album, Glass House, is out now. Also, thanks to Dr. John Perkins. You can follow him on Twitter at John M. Perkins. And also his book, Dream With Me, is available now for pre-order. Go get it. He's brilliant. Amazing man. Hey, uh, right now, uh, you can head over to relevantmags.com and view the uh, January issue of Relevant with Russell Brand on the cover. It's a phenomenal cover story. It's kind of gone viral. Uh, You can see the whole issue online, and uh, there's a great subscription offer as well if you want to get the paper edition mailed to your house. Also, while you're online, head over to iTunes. And if you like the show, leave a review. It helps other people find it. And uh, if you uh, don't like the show, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. if I ha- if I may, Dave Matthews Band just announced their uh, f- a full length album and tour to accompany it. So we will be talking about that on the show. So soon. you have a whole new songbook to learn. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole <laughs> oh, thing. Boy. I'm gonna interview yeah. them. I'm sure for the magazine oh. and for the cover. Oh, I'm sure a, they haven't done a studio album in a long time. Oh, so. really? Cool. So I didn't know there's, that. There's just a lot happening. So demand, demand has what been, been low. Demand. What are they gonna low. do without the yeah. uh, saxophone dude? Yeah, they've been Boyd. they've been without him for a long time. Yeah, and they've got new saxophones. That's their sound. Yeah, but they have another person playing. It oh, was, oh, oh, it wasn't. Oh. There are other people that play that instrument. Okay, he <laughs> <laughs> went one and done on the saxophone yeah. on this. Planet. I'm sure he was a good friend. I thought it was kind of like Jesse with his trash cans. It's just like use it once. Eddie, it's, yeah, listen, yeah, I'm not away. a huge. I'm just telling you, my historically, I haven't really gotten to Dave Matthews. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you lead me towards oh, that no. fandom. Mm-hmm. That was just a preview of things to come oh, no. on future relevant podcasts. <laughs> Please write the reviews now before those episodes air. Oh my gosh, air. hurry. <laughs> yeah. Please get those reviews in before those episodes air. Um, on that note, we'll wrap things up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Eddie Koffeltz. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Annie F. Downs. We'll see you all next week. D-A-R-A-T with me. There's nothing left to ruin.
listening to The Relevant Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Check out other shows from The Relevant Podcast Network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And while you're there, browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store. Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. Steamy, steamy, bread sunshine, flowers, grass and trees all day. I have, I have a slogan in my house. Kick it down the garbage hole.